I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host. Karen. We're live on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. ready to do some podcasting. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Search the black guy who tips. Leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We love that. Um, we read them on the show as long as they're nice. The official weapon of the show is the folding chair. The folding chair and the unofficial sport. And bullet ball extreme. Uh, And today's podcast, we're getting back to normal stuff. No one wrote a letter in. Mm -mm. We're going to have some laughs. Mm We're going to have some fun. Uh, We're going to possibly banter. Karen, you got banter? Mm -mm. Okay, well, I got banter. I got us, girl. I got us. Don't worry about that. I've been having adventures. Let's talk about it, okay? We got okay. all kinds of news and stuff to talk about, but first I got the banter, okay? It's time to do some bantering. Um, you ever notice, <laughs> you ever be watching TV and you see a commercial, and I, I've been noticing this a lot, the more diverse the commercial is, the more likely it's about some sad drugs, some like, I just, I've just been seeing it a lot. Like, I'll be, like, smiling because I'm like, oh, look at this. These two men are walking, a mm-hmm. dog holding hands. And, yes. Oh, look at, oh, I believe this is a trans woman getting married and everyone's mm-hmm. there. And, oh, here's a black woman doing a book reading. And she's a, uh, these all the black women have different body sizes and types. And, and there's dark-skinned people. And then, then it'd be like, tried maslapaloo for hepatitis B. I'm like, oh, you couldn't just be selling Best Buy. Couldn't yeah, McDonald's could. would never. <laughs> right. Like not no happy shit, nigga. You, yeah, like somebody says, normally HIV drugs. A lot yeah, of times, or something right? like you know, it's, yeah. it's always some like you know, kind of low key depressing drug. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, but why can't every commercial be like this? Right. You know, like what? Gay people don't eat cereal, like nigga. What Fruit Loops can't have no trans people in it, like. <laughs> Why? Last time I checked, Tony the Tiger don't give a fuck. Everybody is great. Every time I start smiling about a commercial, I'm like, now what's the what's the catch? <laughs> oh, that's right, guys. It's for gingivitis. That's right. This toothpaste <laughs> is for people that ain't got teeth. Um, man, I went to Home Goods today. Mm-hmm. First of all, everybody was out. Okay, if your question is where the hoes at. We was at Home Goods today. <laughs> Y'all was at We home was at goods. Marshall's and then we was at Home Goods. <laughs> the line at Marshall's was so fat, full, it was so full as the middle of the day. Don't nobody got the day off. What the fuck was happening? People working from home. I guess so, but like, Y'all didn't see that long ass line and go back to your car like me? Because I did. <laughs> it was beyond the checkout. Like, you know, Marshall's already got the little partition where you curl around mm-hmm. and then they do that, like, dude, hey. cashier four number, please. Yes, it's already a three mile long truck just to get to the front. It was longer than that. <gasps> 
And that shit is already long. Man, I grabbed that buggy. I dropped it right in the middle of the aisle. I said, fuck this shit. Oh. <laughs> and you so I went to wait. No. So I went to Home Goods. I mean, Home Goods, TJ Maxx, Home Goods, Marshall, and Ross are the same store. Uh, yes. I just, basically. whichever one is less crowded, the one I go to. It's not like <laughs> I'm ever going to find the same items in any of them. You're not. They don't never repeat. You better yeah. buy. If you see, you get some shit you like, you better buy. And buy all of them. Buy all of them. And you know what? When you buy it and you enjoy it, you better enjoy it while it lasts. Because I'm going to tell you right there, you can go online and them bitches ain't going to be nowhere. I I don't know about, I think I talked about this on the episode, but the best candle I ever smelled in my entire candle burning life was pineapple birthday cake. By I remember the candle, it was DW Candles or something like that. Mm-hmm. The reason I remember all this, y'all, because I bought it from... Ross, I mean from Marshalls. I went back to the same Marshalls, couldn't find it. Went to a different Marshalls, they ain't have it. I went, I went back home, found a candle, looked at the bottom of it, say DW. I've Googled DW candles. I went on their website. I looked for every version of the pineapple. I bought candles off their website. I bought pineapple, but they weren't pineapple birthday cake. None of them. It was. I but I said maybe it's just the pineapple. Was it? No. I've never found that candle again. So when I went there the first time, I should have bought all five fucking pineapple. I just didn't yeah. know it was going to be hidden Did like that till yeah. I burned it, you know? But anyway, my point being, I'm up in this damn home goods, and it might as well have been called Home Girls because <laughs> me and this cashier, oh my God, this cashier told me her whole entire fucking everything. She was like, uh, and you know, I'll be quiet. Like, I have one headphone yes. in. Uh, you know, I'm buying candles. Normally, it'd be me provoking the conversations. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> and honestly, you know, I'm, I'm not even mad about it. Mm-mm. I, You know, I I, I low-key welcome these, these awkward moments these days because it's like, you know, everybody's lonely. She need to get it off her chest. Mm-hmm. Probably people not talking to her. They got headphones in. They don't want to hear what the fuck she got to say and shit. Right. And, you know, I did a whole lot of that's crazy, fake laughing and shit. But... <laughs> She was like, uh, she was like, uh, yeah, oh, oh, I like these, you know, these candles and stuff and da da da. And somehow she got onto like her daughters. Oh, she, I know what it was. She was like, you know, because people don't talk to each other anymore. You know, my kids, you know, they think I'm crazy because like if I'm in the room, they'll stop talking. And I'm like, what y'all talking about something wrong? Just go ahead and talk. It's fine. I'm here. You know, we need to talk more. People need to talk. They just be in their phones the whole time. And I'm like, I wish I could be in my phone <laughs> and listening to my headphones. And then she was like, um, you know, because, uh, and you know, and I'm like, because what, y'all doing something wrong? Y'all don't want to talk in front of me, your mama or something? They just think I'm crazy. They think I'm corny. But you know, sometimes they'll just go off and stuff. And But I'm like, you can't go nowhere anyway because I'm tracking your phone anyway. So I can just know where y'all at at all times uh, anyway. And they, you know, they think I'm bad. They think, I'm, oh, dude, oh, my mama's so creepy. But you know, I'm not as bad as my sister. Now, my sister, she got trackers in her daughter's phone and her earring she got a necklace and and, and a bracelet she don't even know it's trackers in them and, well, and i think that's i think that is creepy i think that is too far I, and i'm just that's crazy for the 12th time you know <laughs> the whole life history oh I, and you know what sparked it i went and got a game so you know if you ever shopped at home goods marshall's tj maxx the entire like aisle the, the little curl pattern they make you run has a bunch to check of out has shit in it yeah yes. just just impulse buys sunglasses candy so, donuts yes i impulse bought some chocolate covered pretzel sticks 
Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'm gonna put these in the fridge. I got I got plans on these. And then I saw there was a game and it was like a, a something like couples game or something. The game for competitive couples. I just it was like six dollars. I said, fuck it. I'll, okay. I'll maybe it'll be something we could play for game night or something one of these days. Right. You know, it's been a while since we did one of those. Mm-hmm. And um she was just like, games, you know, that's the thing, cause this game, see, you gotta talk to each other the face to face. And I'm not talking about them computer games and them phone games. And that's how she got on the we be we need to talk in person. Uh. And then she turned it into her apparently her sister is motherfucking Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> on them poor kids. <laughs> Tracking her kids like Liam Neeson and shit. <laughs> uh but yeah, that my was my baby won't get my baby won't get in the taking room, my sister said. If you think about it, a birthday is just a child anniversary, if you think about it. Like it's just a, a child anniversary, a, a child and parent anniversary. You know, it's the de- <laughs> it's just the annual celebration of you existing. You know, you being a child, your parent becoming a parent, and uh, I'm surprised we don't call it that. You know, I asked uh, Twitter this question, and it's been cracking me up all for over a day now. But I asked Twitter, "What is the white version of standing on business?" Standing on business. Yes. Um, no so I think it was popularized by Drewski, I believe. But standing on business is like you take care of business. You you you're a man of your words. You okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just googled it to take care. Of, USA Today. Wow. USA Today is telling the recipes anyway. Uh, <laughs> to take care of your responsibilities or put your money where your mouth is. You get done what needs to be done and you follow through, similar to the term taking care of business. Okay. Okay. So standing on business. But I said, what's the white version of standing on business? You know? That's a good question. I have no idea. Uh well, a lot of people could contribute it. Okay. Sitting on privilege. That's uh that's my man John. Uh not on my watch, says Marissa. <laughs> Watch it, buddy, says Mike O. Mike B. <laughs> Putting my foot down, says Ohio Gorilla. That is, that is, now, that is a good one. <laughs> Putting my foot down. You now, know they serious. They talking about putting their foot down. It was a lot of, now, hold on there, buddy. Listen here, buddy. Cruising for a bruising, pal. And it made me realize, white people use terms of endearment as threats. Yes. Buddy, pal, guy. Like, why do they like to tag something that? <laughs> could be completely innocuous but then they they hit you with the like the ending yeah it's the opposite they don't mean that no they don't that that means fuck you <laughs> now hold on there buddy like we're not buddies you want to beat me up someone you put, just threaten me someone put hey bucko uh <laughs> if you think you got another thing coming that's a good one mm-hmm. um and you could take that to the bank i'm not sure that is the same as standing <laughs> on business but maybe it is maybe it is i guess you could take that to the bank yeah that is kind of mm-hmm. the same you bet your ass pal <laughs> that's enough one of them pals nip it in the bud some of my one of my favorite ones no a lot, a lot of people retweeted this but january 6th that was hilarious oh no what's the most white people version of standing on business is <laughs> january 6th <laughs> that's so true um get her done i don't think that's uh um hang tight buddy i'm not sure that that counts uh put her there partner 
<laughs> Wait a golden minute here now, pal. <laughs> Some of these are just how white people talk. <laughs> Colonization? I don't think that's the same as standing <laughs> on business. <laughs> New flash, buddy. That's a good one. Listen, buddy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Manifest destiny. Okay, someone went to college. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't not their partner. That's another one. You can bet your bottom dollar. That's a good one. Uh, bet your ass I will. So, yeah, there's it's some pretty good ones out there. I had a, I had a good time looking at everybody standing on business. Uh, Michael Harriet submitted a 10-item list. <laughs> a, a countdown, if you will. <laughs> Did it go through the background history of or the root cause of the word? Right, right. <laughs> he may actually know. Uh, he right. That's why I was asking. Ten is how you like them apples. Mm-hmm. Nine is as a red-blooded American. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> now they listen, love that. Now listen here, pal. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, well, middle finger. <laughs> Not middle finger. Six, I can do this all day. That's true. Because you know who say that? Captain America. And nobody stands on business as a white man more than Captain America. Mm-mm. He was standing on business next up to Thanos. <laughs> yes, Captain America was. <laughs> he was, he was he, I can do this all day. I was like, he can. Uh, well, we'll just see what the law says about that. <laughs> <laughs> It's go time. <laughs> no, it's go time. New flash, buddy. That's a good one. You and what army? And number one, the N word. So I mean, that's that's fair. <laughs> that's, that's, that sounds right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and lastly, I don't know what that sound was. Me either. You heard that too? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Something popped. Sound still working. Okay. And lastly, oh, you know what it probably was? Oh, Crowdcast. Um, <laughs> Is sitting me live on the air. Crowdcast is sending me okay. uh pop up about the email not going okay. out. Go ahead, you go ahead and handle that. Go and ahead. yeah, it was uh the 10. Let me just tell him, yes, it was the 10 minute. But see, the thing is, it makes a sound every time you hit enter. See, that's all right. I don't like that, and I won't, don't know how to turn it off, which is something I want to I, I need to ask them next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how do you turn the sound off on y'all's notifications? Yes. Um, all right, anyway, um. But yeah, so uh, the last thing is, I uh, the toilet handle in our bedroom for some reason, something had broken inside, and it was like if you pulled the handle, it would just like turn to like <laughs> that turn too far, and then it would stay on. It would just stay, <laughs> it would just stay open and keep going. <laughs> that bitch was until spinning. you closed it. Yes, it manually. was so confusing. And so it, this thing had been happening for a while, and I like tried to like you know look in there and just I, I didn't pay a lot of attention. I was just like, oh wait, a, maybe I just need to tighten something or something. And then it looks like a piece broke off at some point, and then um, it the, I needed to replace it or whatever. And so I went to Lowe's and I bought the the the, the replacement handle thing, but then it was the wrong kind it was like the forward facing one instead of the angled one and then i bought one for angle but then when you get it and you actually get home it's like you have to bend it yourself to make it the right angle yeah, fucking which, ain't nobody got no uh, no tools <laughs> the fuck is this which i mean i just wish why didn't they just sell you one that already has the right bend to it or whatever right. so i had to go on amazon to find one with the right bend but then i figured something out i was like wait i just need the part that tightens 
So I just took it off of the other one and like I bought a cheap one, like $7, took the part off, put it on, looked at it as a YouTube video. And honestly, I felt like Tim the Tool Man Taylor when I got done, guys. I felt, you. I said, look at me, okay, grunting and walking around as a, as a handyman, you know. Child, you better than me. You asked me for something and I gave you a wrench. And Roger looked at me like, that's not it. And I said to myself, this is why I pay people to do they do do this. Because the fuck is, you asked me for pliers. Roger got me for pliers and I gave him a wrench. He was looking at me like, no, ma'am. I'm like, I don't know. Right. It's a tool. Um, Sorry, they're asking me to send them a link uh, because they only see the one we're still broadcasting. And uh, they are kind of interrupting it. And um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell them. This, this is what's happening. This, it's too late. I don't think the email's going out, everybody. It's, no, it's not. You either got it or you didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we'll be more interrupted by more of those annoying pop sounds, I'm sure, at some point. That's fine. Um, let's just go ahead and get into uh, the rest of the news. But uh, thank you, everybody, for it. I hope you enjoyed my random thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What segment do I want to do first? You know what? Let's do this. Let me see what you want to be. You better move your body. You better move your feet. And I want to grow. Show me what's cool. Riding, caring, baby. LGBTQ news. Woo! I try to take us down, but we still around. We lit. We lit. I try to still shine, but we on the ride. We lit. LGBTQ news time, everybody. Um, so, so much stuff happening. So much going on. All right. Um, there's a movement to ban anonymous sperm donation. Wow. Um, uh, and well, for and it has a lot of LGBTQ parents worried. So. Um, ah, right, right. My my thing is, if it's anonymous and there's nothing wrong with it and it's healthy, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, to me, it's like if you're already, um, <laughs> sorry, if you're already like, um, you've donated and it's all consensual and paperwork is signed, mm-hmm. it does seem that, um, you know. Uh, it yeah. does seem kind of right. You retroactively going back, and some of these people, <clears throat> some people do it when they're younger mm-hmm. and need the money and shit like this. And you know, they might be like, "Well, this is a one-time thing," or even if it's something that they do on a regular basis, it's just one of those things where they should have the right to do it. And if and if and if it's where they don't want to give their name, they shouldn't be obligated to because then pe- people are people, people are assholes. So then you start talking about judgmental. People start looking you up on social media, all types of shit that can go into it that you might not want to be known publicly. And what's going to happen, that's going to, basically, donorship is going to drop. So what are you going to do with these parents, these straight parents that's going to want these kids that all of a sudden they can't get, they they, they don't have any donors anymore. Right. And um, especially when you know we have, like, Republican lawmakers that often, when they come to power, use things like this punitively. Mm -hmm. You know, try to, you know, like... I, I, I don't know that it would be a huge threat, but if they could find some sort of precedent making case of like a 
person who was a sperm donor who is now demanding parental rights because they don't want their child raised by a gay person or something even if they paid the person and it wasn't really authentic i could just see how they would absolutely run um, with that yes Yes. like so um you know i I think it is nerve-wracking and Mm -hmm. this is the you know this is why we're constantly so vigilant about like not being one issue voters and stuff because i think this is so wrong and 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 it it no isn't you know a democrat president won't fix every single thing or be on the same page with me for every single issue but something like this to. is very important and um and it's not something that i want to see slide back in my lifetime to where you know people are afraid to adopt because you know of this precedent and this is already with sites like 23 and me already making it difficult where you know people can you know uh in the anonymity of their of their birth you know even if the person doesn't you know even if the person has a sperm donor is not trying to find a child a kid can get a 23 and me and be like this is where my my dna comes from you know this mm. is you know sometimes people do discover you know the sperm donors for for whatever reason right. so and, and- you already have that looming but th- to do it backwards where someone can you know uh, possibly take your kid uh, that you've been raising uh, to me is scary. Yeah, and and is is it's, it's just a lot of moving pieces to that, and it's one of those things where, as a donor, I should have the right to give my sperm or my egg, you know, because right now the time my sperm, trust it, don't stop there when they do this. Yeah, bullshit. sperm or egg, yeah, right. So. I decide to do this and I don't want to be found. I don't want, and I should have that right. Just like, uh, you know, some people, whenever, uh, you know, they go through the process, some people want that separation. Like, like mm. they purposely want that separation for various different reasons. Right, wrong, or indifference, it don't matter. People ought to have the right to that privacy. Yeah, it's like, in the article it says, it's one thing for parents to choose transparency, but it's quite another for the state to mandate it. Correct. Enshrining into law some fear the notion that genetics are an essential part of being a family. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's not to mention just the idea of people trying to take people's kids and shit, which we already have happening in America too. Mm-hmm. People challenging the right of LGBTQ people to raise children that are not biologically theirs um, is already an issue, so... Um, President Joe Biden honors Transgender Day of Remembrance in a statement denouncing violence. Um, this is from November, but uh, you know, it's like a, it's it seemed like such a small thing, and then it's just like for four years we had a president that would refuse to even do this. Yeah, we- even the minimum thing. Transgender people still being killed. Um, <laughs> you know, um, uh, disproportionately in America. You know, and of course, undercounted because of misgendering and all the things we talk about on the show. Right. Um, and to even have a, you know, president that would call it unacceptable, that would acknowledge on Trans Day of Remembrance that this is still happening and that we should not be silent about it is, you know, it's a pretty big deal. But it's also like, you know, something we did not have for four years. Mm hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, Russia's Supreme Court effectively outlaws LGBTQ plus activism. 
and landmark ruling. We were talking about this the other day, mm-hmm. the possibility of it, and uh, they they basically outlawed you being an activist if you're in Russia. So you could be locked up or some shit just for you know advocating for equality. Um, yep. Macy's Parade refuses to cave to anti-LGBTQ plus group demands. Good. Shout out to Macy's. Good. That's like, we're a goddamn parade. We don't care. The name of the group is One Million Moms. Them five dads. <laughs> right. Four dads. Um, Four dads and their cousin. Right. Um, the organization known for its boycotts of television shows and companies that show even a slight support for LGBTQ plus rights is an astroturf project of the anti-LGBTQ plus hate group American Family Association. It has one employee and no members. Sit. See, I told you that was some bullshit. I, no, I, I told you many, many years ago. Yeah, but some bullshit. Right. You told me just now. I so did. So I guess that counts. Yes, it does. You told me back. I did. But these groups, I, I, I've noticed it years ago, man. These groups are always the opposite of what they say. Mm-hmm. I bet the person that's the one, the one person that's in it is not a mom. Right. I bet it's not a mom. <laughs> one million moms. Oh, no. Not a million moms. What would we do? Who's going to watch the Super Bowl now? Right. Um, let's see. Uh, Marlon Wayans reveals that his son is transgender and how he wants for him to feel free. Um, uh, actor and comedian Marlon Wayans has melted the hearts of parents everywhere with his recent comments on having a transgender son while promoting his new comedy special in which he discusses his son's transition. Wayans spoke on the Breakfast Club radio show about learning to embrace his son for exactly who he is. I talk about the transition in the special. He also acknowledged that he is still working on using the correct pronouns, not her, his, their transition, but my transition as a parent, going from ignorance and denial to complete unconditional love and acceptance. And I think there's a lot of parents out there that need to have that message. And I know I'm dealing with it. It was a very painful situation for me, but man, it's one of the best, funniest hours I probably could ever imagine. He emphasizes the most important thing is that his kids are happy. I got to respect their wishes, right? As a parent, I just want my kids to be free. I want them to be free in spirit, free in thought, free to be themselves. The more you know yourself, the more you can govern yourself. The more you live your truth, you're happy, the happier your existence. So if they can't get that in the household with their father and their mother, how the fuck do I send them out in the world with that kind of confidence? And I'm just so proud of them for being them, but that don't mean that I ain't got jokes. He said he knows he doesn't always get the pronouns or words right, but that his son loves him for doing his best. They know I love them. They see me try, and they're like, I'm happy. He also said he did the set about his son in front of a bunch of world leaders. I feel like I want to do this set right here because it's important to me. All you world leaders having this summit, I want you to think about these people and how to be inclusive of this generation. So we'll see when the special comes out, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's a dope thing. The thing I keep, you know, that I always have to notice the Breakfast Club has been like home of some of the most like anti-trans, transphobic shit out there, you know, like joke wise and just like literally, you know, sitting there while Lil Duvall is like yucking it up about murdering trans or oh, trans women of color um, and all this stuff. And, they, you know, if they trick me and all this shit. And so what it reminds me is that you know, as the Breakfast Club is still this big deal as a platform Mm -hmm. and to the point where presidential candidates go on there to think that they're, you know, this is the way to the black vote. 
uh, just to get, you know, basically railroaded and, and ambushed mm-hmm. um, and, and set up for these viral clips and shit that don't have anything to do with really like any policies. Nope. Um, it's they will act a certain way when the trans person is there, when the when Dwayne Wade is there, when Marlon Wayans is there. But, you know, the second a transphobic person comes in and wants to do some, like, comedy about it or, or you know, just wants to be, like, super regressive about it, it's not like they're going to have any principles and be like, no, 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 we sat here with Marlon Wayans and this shit is fucked up. Right. You know, they don't see that as their place for that kind of issue to take a stand. So, Correct. You know, it's, it, anytime one of these moments happen on The Breakfast Club, I'm like, I don't know that it actually reaches the people it needs to reach because right. the people it should be reaching are right down the other side of the microphone and they're not they're they're going to do something fucked up with this same topic soon just because that's what they do um and the last story is moms for liberty in chaos as chapter defects amid rape allegations against co-founders husband so we talked about oh, that's right we talked mm-hmm. about that how they he had said that. it was a threesome but right. then right kind of find out they had that relation you know that open relationship mm-hmm. right um, so in wake of the police investigation into an alleged sexual assault perpetrated by Christian Ziegler, a Pennsylvania chapter of Moms for Liberty has announced it's splitting from the national organization. Clarissa Page, chair of the North Cumberland County chapter, is planning to turn the local group into a North 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 Cum, Northumberland County Academic Alliance. It's hard to advocate for parental rights when the co-founder is caught up in a scandal, Page told the news item. Our values are not aligning with the national organization. Good. I'm glad to see them fighting. Now, they still bigots, so. Yes, they are. I mean, I guess, you know, the, splitting the group of bigots into smaller groups is better for everybody. Yes, it is. It one massive group of people. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll take that. But, you know, it's, it's funny because they definitely do not live their values. They don't live their raps over there. Um, so I just thought that was interesting um, to see. But uh yeah, shout out to shout out to the moms for liberty. Um all right, that's it for this segment. Let's uh move into uh uh let's move to some just some regular news, I guess. Let's do some regular news. Uh boom. Philadelphia Council votes to ban ski masks in certain public spaces. Now, on Twitter and, I guess, in, in, in certain black spaces, they call this the shiesty. But it's the, the mask where you really just can't see any... What they call it? Klaklava? Baklava? Baklava. Uh, I think it's called Balakava or something. Okay, but something like that, yes. It, it, but the one that looks like you playing Call of Duty or Special Ops, where you just got, like, the eyes and you can't really mm-hmm. see nothing. It's, you know, ski mask. you can wear them in the wintertime because it's fucking freezing. Yeah, and I guess this has become, like, a trend of fashion at this point where it's not really about the wintertime or the... Oh. 
Ooh. Like people just wear them as like a this is what we wear in as, as hip hop now and as, okay. And so it's mostly a fashion that is worn by young black men. Okay. Now at the same time in these cities there's crimes, people are getting uh, upset about it, you know, obviously there's a lot of surveillance in cities. People, you know, have kind of we've kind of you know, we're being recorded everywhere. Any public space just about there's a camera on you. And so it's becoming this thing deterrent where like, okay, so if someone's going to do a crime, you don't want to wear this mask because it's easy to identify everybody because everyone's being recorded all the time. Mm -hmm. But also some people just think it's cool to look like this. Right. Um, And I think because it's kind of a counterculture, hip hop is a counterculture. You're not going to be able to make people stop wearing it by being like, that's not cool, man. Criminals are wearing that. Can you stop? Most most people are like, fuck you. Particularly when they're young. You know, it's like, like pants sagging or something. Like people, it's a fashion choice and it mm-hmm. being counterculture is why they're doing it. Right. Um, but people are scared because they feel like this is what the criminal element is wearing as well. So now they passed a regulation where if you violate this by wearing a ski mask in in public places such as parks or schools or using public transportation, uh, you can face a fine of up to $250 with a potential increase to $2,000 if you're engaged in criminal activities while wearing it, which is funny because you're already committing a crime. If they catch you masking, you know, masking no mask, you you got a lot of problems, but it's it's like the hate crime thing. It's like, and on top of that, you owe us $2,000. You was robbing people with the mask on. Yeah, and, and it has to be a balance somewhere because a lot of it's just overcorrection mm-hmm. of, out of people's fears. Let's just keep it real. Out of old people and just people's fear. And the fear is valid. Don't get me wrong. But for most people, but a lot of these young people, they're not committing these crimes. They're not doing these things. Now, I could see, I, I could see you going you can't walk your ass up in no bank with it. Mm-hmm. You can't. Now I can see you can't saying you can't walk up into a school with it. Like in certain areas, I I would be like, no, no, mm-hmm. we actually need to see who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. But you know, just walking around normally. Okay. Um, the law does provide certain exemptions for individuals wearing ski masks for religious reasons. I don't, I've never even heard of that, Mm-mm. but I guess they just threw that in there just in case the like someone wants to take it to the Supreme Court or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, my had their asses covered. The legislation comes at a time when the sixth largest city is dealing with in the nation is grappling with a surge in violent crime. In 2021, Philadelphia recorded a historic high in homicides, with the majority of them involving firearms. While the number decreased uh, from 562 to 516 in 2022, it remained elevated compared to the levels before the pandemic. Major cities across the country are witnessing an increase in crime as social support systems were disrupted during the pandemic. However, crime rates have started to return to levels seen prior to the pandemic, meaning they're lowering. Philadelphia's decision to ban ski masks and facial coverings contrast with New York City's approach, which relaxed the longstanding law prohibiting masks during COVID-19 pandemic. In 2020, New York City repealed a law that had been in place for over a century, which had previously prohibited the wearing of face coverings in public. So <clears throat> New York City's going the other way with it. Here's so here, here's what the story made me think of, right? This is history repeating itself. This is how we got the crime bill. Mm-mm. Of the nineties, mm-hmm. and Panic. this, and 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 it and it doesn't necessarily, as people are experiencing in real time. I'm seeing it on Twitter and stuff. You know, people are not 
necessarily being logical about it. It's an emotional thing. Right. They want to feel safe. Right. They think if you take away the mask, crime will just go down or the mask are causing crime or the mask are, it means crime. these people are criminals or whatever or, or criminal minded. And so if you take away this, this psychologically, somehow this will lower the crime rate. What happens when this doesn't? And it's not going to. And it's one of those things where because this is America, the problem is the weapons and the guns. But we'll never address that. Well, we'll also, get rid of everything else around it. In and be some like, of these cities, don't you feel safer? Well, in some of these cities, they do have a lot of gun laws. D.C. and and, and uh, probably Philadelphia, New York City, like they do have a lot of gun laws. Chicago, you know, I think what is hard to grapple with is that this and it, we lived through this before. People are afraid of their neighbors. They're afraid yes, of they these are. young black men. They're mm-hmm. afraid of the nineties. Uh, of the of the, they're afraid of crime. They're having crime happen to them. Let's not forget that it is real. Like, right. Like the, like I think what one of the things that's easy to do with social media is act like well since ain't nobody in my house shooting me while I'm on the phone on Twitter. I guess crime is is a thing that happens to other people somewhere else. Like. People do want real solutions about the crimes that that happen in their neighborhoods right. and they experience in, in proximity to them. This is yes. why this is why defund the police and abolish the police never really got off the ground never anywhere. Work. Because at the end of the day, the people that you're claiming, it, the black people you claim don't want policing, actually just want like actual good policing. They don't good want policing. They don't want to be abused. They don't want mm-hmm. any of this other shit. But the idea of someone doing a crime in their neighborhood or to them and it just being like a oh well nothing to be done or right. we'll solve this with, with some words and it'll fix itself a lot of people aren't really with that mm-hmm. unless you're you know on social media where it's kind of a theory and not a real thing that is happening right. so this just reminds me narratively of the stories that start that lead to things like crime bills mm-hmm. because this is the this is super predator shit yeah this is you know this is a lot of this is the start of it and yeah the thing of it people want these fixes and then when the consequences because america and white supremacy will take advantage of these things and they'll use it to the fullest extent of the law and people go no no we didn't want that but then this is where it always fucking leads to it's who they see is wearing it now here's the thing some white dude wearing a ski mask uh, going to the fucking you know because he's going on a skiing trip or some shit is never going to be harassed about this no he's not you know going hunting you know and honestly harassed. you know less reasons for the cops to run up on young black men always sounds like a smart thing for me you know because I, I we our history with police run having any excuse to just run up on a young black dudes doesn't end well Mm-mm. you know i'm reminded of trayvon martin's hoodie you know, this this is rational, sober minds have to be in charge because the fear and the emotional part of it, you can't defeat. And then people, you know, I listen to Firestart all the time and they always have, you know, they talk about D.C. and how much crime is picking up and these young kids are carjacking and doing all this stuff. And, you know, I'm not saying those things aren't happening. I don't know what raid. I don't know if anyone's done any study, but this is how we lock up our own. This is how it starts with us going. Yes. I don't care how this looks to it to you. Put these niggas in jail. Do something. And 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 when the system does comply with that, 
I feel like we're 10, 30 years away from like, well, what happened? Mm-hmm. Who who asked for this? We didn't tell y'all to do this. I'm on Twitter watching you tell people to do this. You're telling the police, lock them up. You're telling politicians, do something must be done. Do something. And we're not saying do something in the like, we need to put a, a rec center in the, no, we're saying do something like put these little niggas in jail. So yeah, I'm a little bit, um, I'm just noticing the pattern. I'm not even like arguing or debating anybody. I'm just saying this is how it happens. Yeah, this is just the beginning of it. It's going to be interesting to see who passed these laws, how these laws are implemented. And, and you know, somebody's going to do a study about how many people got locked up for, for, for basically doing nothing other than just having it on versus people actually committing crimes. I still know black people to this day that you go by the narrative that no one asked for the Clintons and Biden, all these people to to have a crime bill that that, that that white people asked for this and it happened to black people and politicians forced it on us and i read the book locking up our own i suggest you read it as well if you listen to the sound of my voice and um when you when you read that book man it's just got the facts it's got the quotes from black leaders and all this stuff like it, it has the people that were against it at the time but there was many 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 more people that were with it and and this is how it happens yeah, and also it's one of those things where that don't because social media that don't fit the narrative to come out and, and say we were part of the problem. Yeah, you know it it don't fit. Well, the, you can always just you know you can just conveniently make up what you want to make up. But I'm saying, watch us. We're re, we're reliving it right now. Yes. So well, look who's asking because it's not white people asking mm-hmm. that this shit is passed. It's black people in our community being like these little niggas are wearing masks and I don't like that shit. They should like outlaw that, and and if they don't want to get down, like we're putting them in the system, we're already ready to to have police run up on them. We're assuming criminality just for the clothing choice at this point, and we know that it's a hip hop thing. We know, you know, you look mm-hmm. at certain rappers and stuff; they wear the thing in their videos and stuff. So we know a lot of this is just kids trying to be cool. Is it is it kind of a it's shysty you know all that stuff you're right it is but this is gonna be you know it's like when 50 cent was wearing bulletproof vests and shit and yes it's like if they said well outlaw bulletproof vests it means you a gangster and it's like well not necessarily but also like here's another reason for cops to run up on a black kid for their fashion choice and it's not really solving any crimes you know and and it's it's very stopping frisky to me and this is how it happens Mm mm-hmm uh, Tommy Tuberville has released his hold on hundreds of military positions. Uh, or Tuberville, I guess is his name. Um, <clears throat> he announced Tuesday he's ended his months-long blockade on hundreds of military positions. Now, he's been doing all this shit to try to get it banned from in the military that a person could be pregnant and leave the state they're in that has outlawed abortions and go to a place to have, you know, abortion right. care done. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing has been, I'm not past, we're not going to let any military things. Meanwhile, Republicans are the, we need the biggest military. We support the military. We we mm-hmm. love the troops. But they consistently defund it and, and cut so the, shit. Yeah, the military has been pissed uh, at him. Mm-hmm. And the military under Joe Biden has been, you know, quote, unquote, woke as far as they're, you know, it's, 
they're they're they they they're like there is no trans ban. We're we're not enforcing any of this this bullshit Trump was trying to do. We we are trying to rid the 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 ranks of, of white supremacists and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And so Tommy Tuberell and them are like the military's going woke. We don't like this shit. Um, but I guess you since are. he got nothing that he wanted, he got zero concessions. He is now releasing his hold on the promotions of everybody except for roughly 10 nominations for four-star generals and officers. Yeah, because it's, it's stupid, like, and, and it doesn't make sense. And that's the shit that they do, and that's the shit that we have to deal with, you know. And this is why I feel how I feel about certain things, because this is the shit that they do. Yeah, and in his belief system, he the motherfucker that believe in that, you know, uh, we need a strong military and shit. You know, so like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's so um, I do like that uh, Chuck Schumer went on Twitter and was basically like uh, he is releasing his whole so we can get back to work after he got zero shit that he wanted. So good, good. way to waste everybody's fucking time. Right. And taxpayers money for no reason. I appreciated him. I was like, be petty. This is the kind of shit I want Democrats to do. Right. Be, you got nothing out of the deal. Be spicy. Talk that shit, man. Like, y'all need to be talking y'all shit. You know, it's it's all it's enough people trying to detract from the progress that's been made under Democrats. And this like this just stay low and build shit ain't it ain't it ain't hitting. You gotta mm-hmm. go out and talk your shit. And I and I don't blame them. It it could it could become very, very frustrating when, you know, statistically a lot of people in the military actually vote Republican. Like, a, 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 this percentage would probably shock you. I don't know what the numbers are, but the mm. percentage would probably shock you. So, you know, these are people that voted these people in. They passed these fucked up as policies. You want to get mad, but these are the people that you voted in to be over you. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, so, it's such a hypocritical stance. And I'm not a person that believes we need to have, like, oh, we need a huge military and all this shit, but according to y'all's belief system as republicans that's what we need and here you go fucking up the military interesting mm-hmm. uh jonathan major's ex grace jabari testifies on actors violent temper i had to be perfect she says uh she opened up in court about a turbulent relationship with the actor in the months leading up to his domestic violence arrest she's a british dancer and movement coach she took to the stand tuesday on the second day of the trial, for hours of tearful testimony against her former boyfriend, Majors faces five misdemeanor charges following his March arrest for alleged assault of Jabari, including three for assault and two for, for harassment. In her testimony, she described him as a controlling, manipulative partner who hurled household objects at the wall, tried to control her socially, and repeatedly threatened to take his own life in the aftermath of their fights. It felt like I was walking on eggshells. I had to be perfect. Majors avoided eye contact with her, instead scribbling notes to his lawyer, thumbing through his gold leaf Bible as uh, not as, the gold leaf. As she recounted his struggle to maintain his violent temper. Before his arrest, Majors was a rising Hollywood star. The actor was set to anchor the next phase of Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then they just talk about mm-hmm. his shit he lost. Um, um she said he became full of rage and aggression during the filming of magazine Dreams. 
In July 2022, she said he was struggling with a strict dieting regimen and grueling training schedule for his bodybuilder character. He threw objects during an argument in their West Hollywood home. Photos shared with the jury show the inside of the house where the walls were dented by candlesticks and broken bits of glass littered the floor. Um, Major's ex also claimed that he lost his temper while filming in England a few months later after Jabari came home from a bar tipsy with a friend. In a recording played for the court, he can be heard berating her for straying from the plan, explaining that she should she should model her behavior after supportive partners of other famous men like Coretta Scott King and Michelle Obama. What? I'm a great man. I'm a great man, Major said. There needs to be a great woman who makes sacrifices. Um, He threatened suicide on several occasions, according to her, um, begging her not to tell anyone about his outburst. Uh, she said she feared him physically quite a lot, though she did not disclose any instances of domestic violence before the March 25th assault. He said he was a monster. I wanted him. He wanted to kill himself, and he put actions in place to do so. So, the optics of him yelling at some white woman to be like Coretta Scott King and Michelle Obama is kind of kind of wild. That don't make sense. Yeah, I'm sure uh, he'll will probably cover whenever he testifies and says his part, if he testifies, mm-hmm. or whoever testifies to say that, uh, you know, because this is obviously her accusations and it's her turn to talk. So right. we'll see. I do wonder if it's going to lead to any definitive things. Like, throwing shit at the wall and you have pictures. I mean, to me, that's that seemed like it happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you got pictures of it, recording him yelling at you, you know, and and the thing is, it's kind of like the Amber Heard thing where people I already can tell people are gonna be like, "Bitch, white bitch setting up a black man." Yep. But um, it could also be I'm recording you because you've had so many outbursts. I know to expect it. So I don't know that we're getting to the to some finite like the. Uh, I don't know that we're getting to a place where this trial ends and everyone's feel satisfied that oh no it's gonna be uh, messy and all over the place yeah that that we know for sure everything that happened and i'm i'm and i think the defense in in these cases and public perception in a lot of these cases is just to muddy that person and the accusations if you just muddy it enough people will normally move on or let it slide Mm -hmm. you know so i don't know it's it's interesting that it started um boosie issued a warning to his daughter's new boyfriend Okay. And we know he's a problematic dude and mm-hmm. a lot of people's fave. I don't not mine, but mm-hmm. very problematic dude. Uh but he's talking about his girl his daughter and he said that um she want me to meet him uh before adding his daughter told him to be nice to her new boo. All my girls think I might do too much, but I'm not. You could cheat on her, but don't beat her. Just don't hit her, nigga. Love her. I don't give a fuck what you do, just don't hit her. He said, I don't give a damn what goes on behind closed doors as long as her new boyfriend keeps his hands to himself. What? Black fathers, you know. Hashtag girl dad. Yeah, we love to see it, you know. All right, Karen doesn't seem amused. Uh, I'm not amused at all. Actress Cheryl Lee Ralph and her husband mm-hmm. are reportedly moving in together officially after 20 years of marriage. Oh, so they never lived together? Uh, you have your stuff, I have mine. 
Okay, first of all, slow down. What's what's the rush? <laughs> what is all right? Why y'all? I what's mean, the rush? I didn't know Cheryl Lee was this fast. <laughs> okay, moving too quickly. Oh, fast in the pants, Cheryl Lee Ralph. I am <laughs> trying to make this man move in. They have a bi-coastal marriage. Ah, okay. One stay on one coast, one stay on the other. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But now they gonna be together full time. Her and her longtime partner Vincent Hughes. That's um, gonna be interesting because you know, for a lot of people, them being in there for the pandemic caused a lot of divorces. Good. Like, Wait a minute, I gotta be around you all the time. Yep, she's sixty six, and they've been together for twenty years already. Oh, but she said, you know, I guess we go ahead and. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well move in. Might as well. Because they're already married. So it's mm-hmm. not like they're getting married. Mm-mm. But, yeah, when asked about, you know, what's the secret to her longevity of her relationship, she says, we don't live together. I see them every two weeks. And when I see them, I'm so happy to see them. And then when I'm leaving, I'm so happy to leave because I know I'll be back. Yeah, it works. Aww. But I guess something changed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She decided that maybe, she maybe getting older, you know, maybe the, you know, you, that, that, that longing and stuff is hitting different as you get older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he been, you know, he been seeing all the, all the thirst that's been thrown her way. Come on. Like I need to be close to my baby. These yeah. niggas is reckless Come out here on. these days. You see ben. what they doing to the, to the Smiths. You see what's happening with <laughs> right. Jeezy. Right. Being, she Me out, alone. She out here uh, doing Abbott Elementary, singing mm-hmm. and shit. She out here performing all over the place you know the first black uh uh mrs claus mm-hmm. they look like they, they look like a fun couple in these pictures so you know there she is serving face right never declining Mm-mm. again so i guess he said let me go ahead and cross this uh cross this country um let's see uh last story for Actually, you know what? This might be more of a lip-smacking good story. You know what? Let's go to another segment, okay? Oh, shit. So it was about food? Yeah, it was. I, I'll do the story here. We'll okay. do the story here. We'll, do, uh, we'll figure something else for lip-smacking good. Uh, another person has died after drinking Panera Bread lemonade, that charged lemonade. Oh, that <laughs> that lemonade with the boost? Mm-hmm. Ooh, what the hell is in that shit? Caffeine, girl. That shit is Red Bull and, and fentanyl, <laughs> and apparently. And loco all mixed together. The right. fuck is this? They sprinkle some cocaine in it. How's this shit taking people out? Um, 46-year-old Dennis Brown. Uh, his family is suing Panera Bread over Brown's October death. He drank three of the charged lemonades after finishing a work shift at Publix. Three? Three. Ooh, I mean, they woo. just, they selling them. Uh, he had a chromosomal deficiency disorder, display, <gasps> developmental delay in ADHD, as well as high blood pressure, according to his family. Uh, he did not drink energy drinks. He did, however, enjoy lemonade and in order to charge lemonade from Panera multiple times before his death. Uh, he was walking home. He suffered a cardiac event, was found unresponsive on the sidewalk. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, his cause of death was ruled to be cardiac arrest due to hypertensive disease, according to death certificate. Um, the lawsuit blames the unreasonably dangerous and defective design of Panera's charged lemonade. They're gonna have to drop that, drop that, that uh, level. What is it? How many, how many, how many bolt, how many uh, lightning bolts they got on it? Five? I don't understand. 
a 30 ounce charged lemonade can contain as much as 390 milligrams of caffeine, which is more than you'll get from drinking a 12 ounce Red Bull and a 16 ounce Monster Energy drink in one sitting. Good God! The recommended recommended caffeine intake limit is 400 milligrams, according to the FDA. Ooh! So one 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 a 30 ounce one has 390 in it. And he drunk three, three? supposedly. In a statement to Next Star, Panera said, Panera expresses our deep sympathy to Mr. Brown's family based on okay. our investigation. Yeah, they get ready to have, a, particularly more people, they probably going to have a class action lawsuit off of this bullshit. We believe Brown's unfortunate passing was not caused by one of the company's products. We view this lawsuit, which was filed with the same law firm as the previous Nigga claim. had a million grams of caffeine in it. The fuck? We view this lawsuit, which was filed by the same front law firm as the previous claim, to be equally without merit. Panera stands firmly by the safety of our products. We'll see, because they're going to take that shit to trial, bitch. They family members died, so you're going to see them in the courtroom. Yeah, the other girl was 21. Right, these are young people. You know, so I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, dog. They gonna have I know I won't be drinking this shit. I would just take it off of the list menu now because it just got a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, who the fuck is going to do this shit now? Yeah, I would just take it off the menu. Yeah, like. I mean, because if, if not and something else happened to somebody, they're going to be like, you knew and you kept this bullshit on your menu. Now, if you want to, like, murder somebody, though. You're looking for a, a way to get away with murder. Take them to Panera. Give them, give them a few drinks of this. You know what I'm saying? Not with a saying. with a bread bowl. They'd be good to go. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, you want some lemonade? You know, oh, it's charged lemonade. It's good for you, girl. Mm-mm. Who's got five lightning bolts? You know, you know, you love right. lightning bolts. That's that, that. That's how you can tell how much caffeine it got in it. It's the perfect. It's the perfect. You know. Why is this lemonade glowing? Yeah, Jonathan said Panera Lemonade Challenge. They better be, listen, someone on TikTok oh, gonna start that. Stupid. Somebody yes. on TikTok gonna start that, and then they're gonna have that class action lawsuit Karen's mm-hmm. talking about. Um, all right, let's get into some fucking with black people. Um, boom. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, I'll be pumping the shit out of their lemonade. They do got some good lemonade. Come on, they, 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 they be like, you won't drop dead, and we ain't got five lightning bolts on our lemonade. Hand mm-hmm. squeezed. Uh, Panera's going to be coming off some bread. 
they lose these lawsuits. A lot of it. More ba- than the bread bowl. Backlash to affirmative action hits pioneering maternal health program for black women. Conservative groups have sued to shut down the Abundant Birth Project, part of a national backlash against affirmative action in healthcare. Um, and then basically they just go into how this, you know, they do that thing in an article where they like talk to a person up front and then they, you know, want to humanize it and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But long and short of it, it's something I've talked about on here before where I was like, maybe we just need to stop saying black in our programs. And I know it's easy for me to fucking say, but I really feel like that's how white people get away with the shit. And we need to adopt some change programs where we just, we discriminate, but we just don't say it. We just, you just look around the office. Everyone work here is black. You look at who we help with the charity. Everybody we help happens to be a black woman. If you ask us, uh, is this one of them blacks only charity? Like, no, you're welcome to apply. Don't worry about that. You absolutely, we got you, sis. No problem. And then as soon as they, you know, leave, we throw their application in the trash the way they do ours. You know, we do the reverse. We got the reverse resume discrimination. We're like, uh, Karen, I'm going to have to see a picture. You know, we just, we just do that. LaShonda, put it on the good pal. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Becky, questionable. We have, oh, we have to yeah. get a picture. Rebecca, I don't know. Google her. Look up <laughs> her Facebook. Adrian, um, I don't That's iffy. So the lawsuit also targets San Francisco Guaranteed Income Program serving artists, transgender people, and black young adults. So the, you know, they're not just going after the Abundant Bird Project, but Ooh. any project that specifically cites it is trying to help a specific demographic of marginalized people. They are saying, and you know why they're doing this, to go to the Supreme Court, which already has these conservative, we don't care about precedent, we have the power in the majority now, thanks to Donald Trump, thanks to you, everyone who didn't vote in 2016. Right. We now have the power, and we will not be giving it up. So um, we want to try these cases and we're just ruling on like party lines. Like we, this is no longer about the rule of law. It's the rule of power, and we have more than you. So they would love to take away even affirmative action or what I would like to call a targeted help. They would like to take that targeted help out and be like, you can't say you want to help black people. You can't say you want to help marginalized groups that statistically and scientifically are more harmed and need more help yes no white you need to be uh, making sure white people get this they get everything it'd be shit for us they still fucking apply and so it don't matter y'all gonna show up anyway right right but when you say put it in writing like this they they feel like they're they're this is the real racism of america white people not getting something you got everything. They're like, fuck it. We want the whole pie. Black people are three to four times more likely to die in childbirth than white people. What help do you need? What help do you... Society is your help. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, I'm I'm not feeling too optimistic about this going to Supreme Court, mm-hmm. but... Uh, and which is where I think this stuff will eventually end up. But, yeah, that's the whole purpose. Uh, what would you give it? Zero to 100. Oh, this right here gets a jacarish because shit like this bothers me and it bothers me a lot because as i keep saying the purpose is slavery 
because as you begin to strip all this shit, you begin to strip funding, you begin to strip money and help, you know, because it's a lot of, even in the government, it's a lot of shit that's actually targeted, and it actually says Latinos, black, brown, other, like it says it's in the language. Mm-hmm. So if you can get a president like this passed, all of a sudden, tons and millions of dollars that go to low-income housing, that goes to after school, that goes to, you know, uh, 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 pre, pre-K, all that shit is going to fucking dry up. It's going to dry yeah. up because that's the whole purpose of it. They, they want people to be in a panic. They want people to be without. And on top of that, the way it's designed, uh, the, the goal is we want you to be in a position where you don't have the power, the energy, the money, nor the effort within yourself. We want you to be so defeated and so deflated that you can't fight us when we pass these fucked up as laws. Also, not to go back to yesterday, but quickly let me go back to yesterday <laughs> um this is one of the reasons that i feel like voting is such an important tool because i don't think it's the only tool things like these charities like these 501c's are other tools that we have in our arsenal to try to move america to the places we want it to be but look what's sabotaging it people that understand that politically us not voting in 2016 gave them the supreme court majority there's plenty of Trump elected unqualified MAGA judges at every level of of, of state governments yes, and stuff. Yes, it is and local and too. So, yes, yeah, and so um, they're dependent on our apathy mm-hmm. over over other issues, so that we drop our guard and then they start doing shit like this because now they have a Supreme Court majority, and you and you want to talk about feeling hopeless? How does this help hope? right like you know what helped a lot of people hope right now is if we could go at a time machine back in 2016 they voted how they were supposed to vote and then you're not worried about the supreme court striking down shit that is clearly foul like this is foul as fuck Mm -hmm. but now we you know we had to have the perfect candidate and shit and now look at us so you know like i said i'm not trying to harp on that too much but it's just i can't not it can't not be related um and i give it a dracarys as well right and the thing about it is so fucked up about this it doesn't stop with black and brown and other this shit gonna go towards women too and white women get impacted and white women benefit from affirmative actions and all this shit more than any other group so now all of a sudden they're gonna push y'all asses out the room too maybe we'll see we'll see they ain't targeting places that that affect that just help women yet yet yeah yet but they 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 know where they're going first because yes. these are the ones that you can actually still have white women on your side for. Correct. And then they'll look up and they'll be like, oh, my abortion rights gone. Now I take my ass a hand. They oh. are gone. They're already gone. Um, I mean, I mean, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah, but 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 it took them fucking taking no, I'm it out of their hands. I'm but, saying it to your I'm I'm adding to your point. Okay. I'm, I'm agreeing. Okay, yeah. It, it 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 took them taking it out your hands before you be like, not me, bitch. Yes, you. You was always right. on the menu too. But yep. as long as everybody else was getting ate up and 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 and, and um, uh, downtrodden and shit like this, you thought it would never impact you until it did. Yep. Uh, Lenny Kravitz set to record sets the record straight on comments about black media. This is big on Twitter. This is this is this is huge. Um, so he originally did an interview for Esquire magazine in which he wondered why his success wasn't celebrated by black entertainment publications or why he'd never been invited to the BET or source awards. I didn't know that. 
Um, yes, according to his people, that has never happened, uh, which is interesting because Lenny, like from what I've experienced, Lenny Kravitz online on Twitter is one of the more like celebrated mm-hmm. um, black dudes. A lot of thirst trappy shit, but still, mm-hmm. th- like I've never seen anyone question his blackness Mm-mm. on Twitter. But that's Twitter twenty twenty three. He's been doing, you know, this kind of shit. Like he's been doing music for, for extremely long time. Yes, and it's rock music. And I, you know, we talked about it with Living Color on here. And, and, and I do think, and I, I've experienced it in my own life myself. I've been this way. There's this concession that happens sometimes where you're like. Oh, this is white people shit because you don't know the history of it Mm-mm. or you haven't thought about it or you're just being dismissive or whatever. You think, it, oh, it's cool to be hip hop, but not rock and roll or whatever. And so there is a double standard and there is a um, ostracization that can happen. There is um, um, ridicule, the mocking that can happen. I've experienced it. I've done it. I've seen other people do it. Any kid, any black people that grow up listening to rock and roll and stuff will often tell you, like, yeah, yeah people would say it's white people shit. Now, look, you got to get over it at some point because we all, we get old, you hit up therapy, you understand everybody ain't got their shit together. Right. And they really ain't got nothing to do with you. Mm-mm. And, you know, some people never do that. And so they kind of hate black people for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's Lenny or anybody like that. But I, I we've seen that, too, where you just, mm-hmm. like, you look up and you're like, how does motherfucker get to be Republican? you like, anime, nigga, so did I. You don't, okay, a couple people made some jokes, you know. But um, what happened uh, in this article, though, is he ends up talking about um, how um, he, uh, he, he, well, he says this. Kravis is more mystified, though, by how he's been treated by black entertainment and culture outlets. Take Vibe magazine, which featured a who's who of black artists in its pages when it began publishing in 1993, but waited almost a decade to put Kravis on the cover. And it wasn't just Vibe. To this day, I have not been invited to a BET thing or a Source Awards thing. It's like, here's a black artist who has reintroduced many black art forms, who has broken down barriers, just like those that came before me broke down. That is positive, and they don't have anything to say about it um he's got a point and it's not as if he has scandals hanging over him punch lenny kravitz controversy into a search engine or a choice and all that comes up is wardrobe malfunction involving a pair of split leather pants that was out of his control but kravitz can't make sense of his reception he's received over the years he doesn't understand why his success is not celebrated by the folks who run these those publications or organizations i have been that dream and example of what a black artist can do uh, but still he said he doesn't complain, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that started a huge backlash of people because I, I do think, you know, as black people, and rightfully so, we get a bit defensive when we're criticized because we're often criticized in ways that aren't really fair, right? Right. So what really came to light was that <laughs> a lot of black journalists and outlets started being like, we reached out to your people and they told us, you weren't interested wow right now his people that that might his people might be white that are his you know like agents and Mm -hmm. pr public relations people but a lot of times on they might not tell him 
we turning this down. Correct. And I saw like people sharing extremely detailed personal stories about not just him, but even other. It spawned like a, a thing from a lot of journalists of like just as black journalists, this is what we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. We're at the end of the red carpet if we're there at all. Right. Often your PR people push you away from us. Like they they don't feel like we, you know, we've talked about this many times before, mm-hmm. but they don't feel like it's like unless the actor or artist makes a point of hey i want to talk to the black people too pr people will push you away and be like the, the, well that's vt that ain't got nothing to do with you that's jet magazine you know um i saw um uh Aaliyah king who uh is a journalist that or like in, in a lot of hip-hop publications and stuff like like she's uh you know bonafide and she was writing this thing about drake somebody that you know i know on Twitter, everybody hates him. He's a terrible person, blah, blah, blah. But she was like, you know, she got, she was privy to like some emails and stuff. And she saw like his correspondence and in the correspondence, he was the one that was like, no, 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 I got to do that cover of that black magazine. That's, that's history right there. Mm-hmm. So he had to tell his white PR people, no, 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 no. This means a lot to me. Right. Like, I don't just steer me where you want to steer me. And this is a fucking Canadian biracial rapper. Like, right. You know, a person that, pe- you know, many people don't kind of associate with, with, you know, they question his blackness all the but time. But it means and, something to him. Right. right. And so you have to, and, and, and it's almost a like catch 22 because it's like, you have to be very adamant about right. I want to deal and make it and make it your mission and basically force them and tell them you call them, call them and contact them and set the shit up. Give fuck what you say. I'm paying you do your job. So of course this also leads to a lot of speculation and projection too, mm-hmm. because even when I read what he said, I went, that's possible. Uh, yeah, I can, I can understand you just working because you're working and you're touring and you're just doing out Because I don't know like, how much, like I've seen BET reach out, especially lately to different genres and stuff. But I mean, obviously I don't, I, he would, be, it would be tripping for them to invite him to, not tripping, but it's understandable if they don't invite him to the BET Hip Hop Awards right. or the Source Awards because they wouldn't invite a white rock and roll guy either. Like that's not, to me that that's a non-starter. I'm not. Right. Forget that part. Yes. But for just the BET Awards where it is a lot of pressure, but we celebrate everything black every year. Everything. If they reached out to him and his people turned that down and he never found out and just thought. I, I will be upset. And just thought BET never wanted him. That is fucked up on a lot of different levels. Mm-hmm. And because there are people between a lot of these artists and the contact reach out people and stuff that make decisions it can be a little bit icky you know Mm -hmm. i don't know what happened but i saw a lot of articles where people were projecting or guessing what happened right i don't want to put any words in anyone's mouth Mm -hmm. i understand what could have happened what did but we don't know um but he put out a new statement that said it's important to me to set the record straight on recent media reports based on an interview i did my black musical heritage means a lot to me and i owe my success to my supporters who have taken this journey with me over the span of my career the comment i made was not about black media or the black community i was specifically referring to black award shows in particular now once again i just read out a comment he kind of did talk about black publications and magazines too so it wasn't just the black award shows but that's fine what a lot of people don't understand is even though we're reading this in print even though we have the proof of what he said my guess is he was interviewed 
He wasn't writing this shit down. Mm-mm. They're just talking to you and they're spending a the day with you. You say a lot of shit. You don't remember the exact words. You don't remember every vibe. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they got the quote right. They don't right. always do that right. Yeah, that's why a lot of people record their own version of the shit too. So they get like, look, I, I know what I said. And he could specifically mean black award shows, but or or he or maybe that's what he meant to say. Correct. And so I'm I'm giving him a lot of grace on that because I saw people trying to like hang him up on the technicality. You're like, but you did say this magazine. It's like Bro, he probably did this fucking interview four months ago, you know? Right. And a lot of people broke down the white media, too, which I thought was valid, which they were like, okay, you're doing an interview in a magazine and we had one black person on the cover this year and it's you. So it's like these places shitting on black places, that don't mean shit to us anyway because, like, y'all motherfuckers racist. So, like, y'all being, like, ashamed the, the black community won't accept you, Lenny. That's their one of the good ones version. That's their, right. you know, it's like, y'all don't accept us. Okay, we saw the motherfucker at Rolling Stone think about rock and roll. Like, we, like, y'all ain't good on this. It's just, here's y'all's chance to be like, those niggers fucking up again. Right. And and it has to be a, it has to be a balance because I know uh, for Beyonce, when she was doing, like, her clothing line, uh, it was a big thing how she would go in the rooms and if there was nobody black in there, she would literally turn around and be like, no, I don't I, I don't want a room full of people that don't look like me. I'm not going to fight y'all on my ideas. I don't want to have to explain the culture to you. Well, you we know? all know Beyonce is just a capitalist that don't care about black people, Karen. I read it on Twitter this morning. All right. <laughs> Her uncle who died, she don't love him. OK, oh, she Lord. didn't really see him as a full gay man. Because she didn't say he died of AIDS to end her movie. Because that's the only way to love a gay person is to talk directly about how they died of AIDS. That's not crazy at all. Um, he goes on to say, uh, the comment I made was not about black media or black community. I was specifically refer- referring to black award shows in particular. My comment was meant to express a concern about ensuring that black artists are being recognized for their work and what is now being called non-traditional black music, which it is not. Uh, rock and roll is the music we were instrumental in creating and is part of our history. We must retain our heritage and celebrate that together. BET and countless others paved the way for this type of recognition. I hope that by sharing my concern, the spotlight will be shown on the issue, love, and peace. Honestly, dog, it, it, like some good coming to this because I, I, I really feel like trying to turn this into a back and forth between Lenny Kravitz, the black community, rock and roll, hip hop, I just... And may and I hope somebody's on it because now that he's expressed this, I feel like he's accountable to it. They should do a big ass black rock thing at the next BET Awards. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know they've had like um, I want to say I've seen like Fishbone there or something, but like a whole fucking thing. Yes, like a whole like that shit would be dope. A whole segment of it. Yes. Yeah, like let's do let's let's fucking do it. We did fifty years of hip hop. Like, yes, we did. I don't know. I just I just think that shit would be kind of dope and. Um, and and to be honest, as old as we are now, we don't know half the rappers either. No, so we like, don't. I don't even want to hear the excuse of like, but we don't even know all these rock and roll people, right? But I don't know little baby, baby, little baby, baby, the baby, the lady, baby, Mm-mm. little premature baby. I don't know these little motherfuckers anyway. So why not Mm-mm. fucking let introduce me to some to some rap to some uh, rock let's dudes? Let's go. Um, but yeah, I I don't know if anyone. I saw speculation, and maybe someone did have the receipts on his people declining black outlets reaching out, but it became kind of a generalized, like, hey, we've tried to reach out to black people, and many of these celebrities do not return our shit, whether it's through their agents or them directly. We just know that y'all are turning us down all the time. So you can't 
turn down Essence and Jet and 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 all this and Ebony and then be like, why the BET Awards didn't call me up? All these people work in the same industry. Yes, they do. The people that book for the award shows book for this other shit. Yeah. So if the word on the street is you don't fuck with us, they're probably actually not gonna hit you up. Mm-mm. If if that is the word on the street. But once again. This is speculation. I don't know, and I don't want to assume anything negative Correct. about Lenny Kravitz unless someone does have some proof, which I'm totally open to. I just didn't research and look for proof of like. All right. I just saw people like uh, like be speculating that like it could be this, but unless there is some proof, I'm gonna just take him at his word and be like, instead of us fighting about it, just let's just fucking party. You know what I'm saying? Like, let these talented motherfuckers come to BT Awards and show the fuck out. Why yes, not? Yes, let's go. So, anyway, zero to 100. This, I'm going to get this a 25. Because mm-hmm. I am, it bothers me that it sounds like a lot of his people that represent him mm-hmm. was more the problem than him his, him himself, unless proven otherwise. And I felt like a lot of times these people are busy. They're, they're going, they're touring and shit like this. And they're, which makes sense. That's why you hire these people to do this job and look like if they were doing their job effectively, they would come to you and let you know and not just say no on your behalf and just leave you out the loop. Mm-hmm. And then you ha- you're dealing with the fallout when this happens right so yeah like i said unless somebody got some proof i haven't heard of correct i'm actually not fucked with by this you know like it's it's general it's a general thing that we all know exists on both sides of the bias here of we're always so fearful and worried and it leads to this anger of like who is leaving who out of the equation. Right. Which black people are being ostracized and which black people are ostracizing us. I've never heard Lenny say anything anti-black about Mm-mm. anything fucked up about black people. Mm-mm. I'm not going to just be so upset at the at him expressing his own angst. Because this is an angst that comes from wanting to be accepted. This is not an angst that comes from, like, I hate black people and would never go there. Mm -mm. This is an angst that says, I want to be celebrated, too. And honestly, I can work with that. I can, too, because it's nothing but positivity can come from this. And I'm like, I hope something good happens. I hope these outlets actually reach out and, like, they actually do some shit behind the scene. And we start kind of seeing him at more of these award shows. Yeah, because we do know. and stuff. We yes. do know that some of these black award shows do have a history of not reaching out to certain types of people. Right. They feel like don't fit the mold. And that hasn't necessarily just been, like, musical genres. But it's also been like, uh, we don't think trans people. Right. We, we don't think our audience would get that. And it's like, yeah, um, did you try? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is the responsibility of having a platform like this? And I get it. It's it's a huge fucking responsibility. I don't, I'm not belittling it, okay? But trying to make one award show, a three-hour, that has to represent everything if black that impossible. has happened is, yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's, it's fucking impossible. But like I said, I'm, I really think, um, they should they should take them up on this. I, I don't think there's any reason for us to be fighting about this shit. Right. Um, all right. Let's do something else. All right. Mm-hmm. We've scored it. We've gotten all racisty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've gotten all fucked with and stuff. 
let's talk about some white people news. White people news we're bringing excelling to the barbecue. We might be problematic or a little bit I'll never forget Lenny Kravitz's song in uh, Cable Guy. American Woman! Yes! Oh, that was like, that's one of my favorite movies, Loki. All right, white people news. What is these white folks up to? What is they up to? Or what are the white folks talking about? Because not everybody in white people news is white. It's you just know they not. white people talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's all we care about. Well, I'm going to tell you the, the, big, the big one for me, okay? What's up? Um, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh shit! What happened? Well, Amy and TJ. Okay, you know, they yeah. doing they they, they doing their podcast. Yes, they doing their podcast. You know, they already talked about how Amy said. I mean, TJ said to get through all the the, the way everything was done and shit. He he said he had to hit the weed and the edibles and start drinking. Ooh, child. Yes. yes it is. Ooh, child. That's turning over the Earl Grey tea. It is getting it is getting out there, okay? It is getting out there. But, y'all, that ain't even the half. That ain't, oh, that, that ain't might, even. I might fuck around and listen then. Girl, well, this ain't on their podcast. This is something else. Their exes, you know, because they both was cheating. Mm-hmm. Their exes are dating. <gasps> No! <laughs> oh shit! Now back to the table. <laughs> oh shit! That was like you heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. Let's go. Listen. <laughs> this is the messy. I need shit. them to start a podcast. This is the messy shit. Man, like if you think <laughs> if you think cheating sex is good and risky, I'm I can't imagine like revenge equal justice sex that's <laughs> that motherfucking our, our exes are trash let's go let's you know who else can go in the street and kiss and jog us mm-hmm. yeah they was like you hurt i'm hurt too that's one of the things that like you understand my pain we got embarrassed together girl yes i i respect it me too that the petty is just mm. yeah Mar- merrily febrick Feebig and or Feebig and Andrew Shue are dating according to multiple sources. Which means they done seen him out somewhere. They've been dating for about six months. Oh shit. Has the scandal even been going on? Did they immediately start dating? It's like, girl, he cheating. He cheating, girl. You wanna do this? Yeah, they hold hands and shit too. Like all in public. All on Instagram. It, It turned into something else. They're connected over their values. It's bigger than the affair now. God, oh man. I just in my mind, I just I figured that's that that's the only thing. It's got to be so hot to be having extremely justifiable sex. Like, is y'all are the right y'all are on the right moral scale of sex? <laughs> like, it's nothing taboo about it's taboo, but it's you not wrong. <laughs> like, you you could do, like none, there's nothing y'all can do that's dirty that people it won't be justified. They probably be having sex and just complaining about their exes at the same time. You know, he used to never let me get on top. Ah, da, 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 you know? <laughs> you know, I never sucked his dick from the back. Blah, 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 blah. It's so good. Child, you know, they be doing all types of shit. Right. You know what? She's an asshole, and now I'm going to eat yours. Like, it's just... 
They're not heartbroken and sad. Everyone has moved on. They're going to fuck around and be at the same marathons and shit. Right. Can they, now, can they Photoshop their heads under the old pic? Because they don't have any pictures together yet. So I need somebody to Photoshop the exes together so we can finally get see what they look like. Because they not out in the public being nasty with it like Amy and TJ. Right. They need to start being like, man, listen. Yeah, they might fuck around. Think I wouldn't call the paparazzi and then make out and, on fucking and, Broadway. I'm about to say, and you know what? If if they really wanted to make them mad, they would get married before they got before these two got married. Mm-hmm. Get mad first. Yep. Like get engaged. And make she make got a big a, ass spectacle. And she ain't got to worry about him saying the N-word in, in the house. He's not black. Mm-mm. He not well. He might actually. You know what? He might say it about TJ. She might let it slide. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. He, he is with the hard R. You know that nigger never deserved you. She's like, oh my god, I'm coming so hard. He didn't. He never. <laughs> you can say it, but only only one time. Just right here. Um, but yeah, so they've been doing their podcast. But I think these motherfuckers need to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Fuck Amy and TJ. Mm-mm. We on uh, what's their names again? <laughs> this, this is the real T. We, we are, I don't even know their names, but we we, we on Marilee and Andrew now. <laughs> Let them host the morning show. Let them host the morning show. Why can't they host it? Shit. Oh Good man. Good morning, America, child. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to be messy, they would bring them on. Yep. As for Holmes, sources told us that he and Phoebe were still very much together when he celebrated his birthday in August. So yeah, that's yeah. They Amy and TJ swear they didn't get together before, uh, you know, bef- before they were uh, split from their partners. But it's obvious they did. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we're told it it was there that his wife found a not professional birthday card from Robot addressed to him as "My love." Yeah, they was fucking. Come on, no one says "My love" and they not fucking. Come on, what is this the the eighteen hundreds? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, writing man. this from the battlefield? The fuck is this? Oh man, he's gonna need a lot of weed and alcohol to get over this. Yes, he is. Uh, let's see what else is going on with the whites. Meghan Markle mm-hmm. felt she had more right to speak than Kate Middleton because she was a self-made woman and seemed uncomfortable having to play second fiddle, according to a source. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they don't like Meghan Markle. She was a real royal bitch, guys. She came over here. She thought she was better than everybody. Oops, pal, surprise. Guess what? It leaked that the racist people that was worried about the color of the baby's skin, mm-hmm. it was Kate and Charles. Kate, y'all's beloved mm. Kate. Right, because they never said who The white that, women yeah. loved them some Kate. That's why they hate Megan in the first place, because she ain't Kate. Oh, they, they was mad. And I'm going to tell you right married. now, I wouldn't respect the royal family either if they was like, baby ain't going to be too dark, is it? You know what? Fuck all y'all. Right. Going back to Canada. Um, but yeah, so uh, they're facing a lot of backlash now since people found out Kate and Charles was racist. Megan and, and William, they Harry, I mean, Harry and Megan, they, they fucking the ones dealing with the shit. So, like, what is that? What? what? How y'all mad at me? They the ones being racist. What a backlash to them. Mm-mm. Boy, that's different over there. Very different. That's different. But, hey, I don't, listen, I know it's black people that listen overseas in the UK, man. You know, I, I understand that the royal, that's y'all thing, the royal family and all that shit. 
But uh, I mean, and I know we supposed to all be like, but don't you? I mean, we know they racist, which I've never understood as a reason to not be offended by their racism. Which people say that all the time, like they like it's a big joke. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they're racist. Duh. And I'm like, it's still a problem, right? Then they were racist to me, so fuck them. Well, I'm supposed to be like, well, you know they're racist. It's fine. Call me a nigger. It's cool. <laughs> like, no, that's not how that works at all. <laughs> Have you ever been insulted before in your life? Anyway. Um, but the consequences are going to be for Harry and Meghan. Because now Charles and them want, uh, and Kate, they want actions um, to, 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 like, consequences to happen to Meghan and them. Why? They don't got no power. You strip them of their authority. The fuck? They want um they want them stripped of their titles. Uh, at, at least an MP uh, has revealed his intention in, to introduce a bill to strip the Sussexes of their titles. Um, Duke of Westminster, Hugh Grosvenor, he not inviting Harry and Meghan to his society wedding because he want to avoid drama. Ain't that funny? You know how so you can avoid drama? Don't say racist shit. Right. They're like, well, that's off the table. We definitely gonna say some racist shit if y'all show up. Mm-hmm. So we don't want no drama. Just stay home. Uh, one of Prince Harry's closest friend and godfather to his son, Archie, he is believed to have been keen to invite the Sussexes before the deciding not to so his nuptials won't be overshadowed by royal tensions. William and Kate and the king and queen are still invited. Mm-mm-mm. Boy, it's shady over there. Mm-hmm. But not too shady because then the baby's going to be a Negro. Okay, not so too shady. a couple I light mean, shades. I mean, David might have been afraid. You know, he the black sheep. They might, you might make a black baby. Mm-hmm. Literal black baby. Literal black sheep. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, somehow they in trouble for these motherfuckers being racist. Make that make sense. Right. That's that quote-unquote punishment versus just saying we fucked up. Michael B. Jordan's $430,000 Ferrari is destroyed in a crash outside of Hollywood studio as oh, the Creed no. star supercar plows into a parked Kia and leaves a mangled wreckage across the road. How'd that happen? I don't, that's the thing. This article was weird because it was like he was seen talking to the police, so it seemed like he was okay. Nobody was injured. The airbags did deploy um, and all that stuff. But, yeah, you know, he's coming to from the clubs. Like, was he drunk? You hit a stationary vehicle. You know, that I believe he was let go without any DUI-like test stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, police officers did not perform a field sobriety test. No charges have been filed in connection with the case. Uh, they said there were no signs if he was impaired by drugs or alcohol. Um. So who I mean, knows? I I know you can hit a parked car and not be drunk. I have. <laughs> <laughs> have you told? Did you also t- total it? I did. Okay. Now, did you total it because the car was so damaged, or because we have old cars and anything totals an old car? Anything totals an old okay. car, baby. All right. I see what this is about. I I like Michael B. Jordan too, Karen. Mm-hmm. But the wheel is off of the fucking car, okay? So see, oh no, like, it ain't. No, it wasn't that. No, it, you know what, dog? It is not. Uh, goddamn! Can I see the transmission from here? What is happening? <laughs> right. Um, is that the catalytic converter? And then it's just an old picture with him and Lori Harvey. I don't know why they had to do that to him. Uh, 
But yeah, Michael B. Jordan crashed his car. On August 11th, he ironically showcased his collaboration with Ferrari in an Instagram post where he was suited in the brand's clothes and filmed driving one of its iconic red cars. The sports car company called him a Ferrari enthusiast. He got a little too enthused. Start hitting park kids. Um, but he's alive. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Ashanti is pregnant, expecting her first baby with her boyfriend, Nelly. Nelly. Yeah, her and Nelly got back together. Ah. They've been, yeah, it's been everywhere on black Twitter. Um, I'm going to just call it now. Okay. I'm going to just call it now. I don't know when. Maybe when the baby's here. I don't know. But the tide's definitely on turn because I remember when we used to cover a lot of Me Too stories, Nelly had that, like, four or five people that accused him of some shit in a row. Popping up in the mix. And I guess it just kind of went away. He hasn't gone to jail or I haven't seen anything about him, you know, having to even settle or anything. I just have mm-hmm. it just the news just went away. Disappeared. I don't know if everybody's like that. Them four, five people was must be lying on him or whatever. Um, but I feel like Twitter never forgets. Mm-mm, they're going to come back up. As much as they're celebrating and feeling good about this shit. At, at some point, mark my words, it will... He'll say or do something or whatever, and they're going to be like, you had a baby with a whole rapist or some shit. Because you know they don't necessarily need no, like, guilty verdict Mm -mm, mm -mm, to call people what they were accused of. To turn, right. It's a feel-good story right now, but I'm calling it early. The worm is going to (laughs) turn. Not the worm is going to turn. I don't don't trust it, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm, I don't trust it either, baby. Just like I knew one day y'all come for Renaissance, and God damn it, if... if if y'all didn't pick this weekend to do it, it was going to happen. You never feel good the whole time. These niggas are incapable of, of that. Mm-mm. It's just, we're, they're just holding the damn back. And then it's like, okay, the tour's over. The movie's out. Fuck Beyonce. You're like, oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Yes. You would you would do that. Uh, we're moving the goalpost to a place where only she won't meet it. Like, okay. But nobody else met it. It don't matter. We mad at her. Don't matter. We loved her. So now we get to abuse her. Because we're in an abusive relationship. Abusive parasocial relationship. Yes, they are. Kim Kardashian gets her own series. Okay. Okay. She was in um, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't, I don't watch that show, but she mm-hmm. was in there. And now she's going to be in a sexy adult drama playing a lawyer inspired by her divorce attorney, Laura Wasser, in a new Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. Listen, Ryan Murphy gets you in something. He like you. He going to find a way you, to keep you around. You going to stay working. I guess he must have liked working with um with Kim K because mm-hmm. here we go. More power to her. Yep. Uh, Adele seemingly confirms marriage to Rich Paul. Mm. The word on the streets they got an airtight prenup too. So you know she he can't come like he come from he got money anyway. But you know just I guess if people were worried like he just trying to get with her to get her money he's like well mm-hmm. that's not the thing. But they had like a private ceremony, it seems. Oh, you're right, cause nobody knew, and everybody it was rumors. Nobody even knew they got married. We, when asked if anyone got married recently, she yelled, "I did." Super cute all around, and was super sweet. But dipped right before it ended. Another fan stated. So yeah, uh, apparently they uh, they went to like a comedy show. It says, um, and. Uh, I guess Alan asked the crowd, Alan Carr asked the crowd if anyone got married, and she said it was her. She said, I did. Oh. 
That's a hell of a way to announce it. That's actually really cute and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and by private ceremony, I do wonder what that means. Like, it, you know, there's a level of rich you get to where you can make it private. Yeah. Like, like the pictures show up and we be like, everybody was at Issa Rae wedding. <laughs> right. How the fuck did this happen? Chad. <laughs> you're like, wait, she's, she just put up an Instagram post. Like, you're like, damn, she got married. Wait a minute. Everybody was there. This was two weeks ago. What the fuck? Yes. Kind of Beyonce ass NDAs. You know it was, child. They blindfold you. You don't know where the fuck you going. Right. They show up. They be like, get dressed. We're leaving in 20 minutes. Well, we, right. don't matter. Just get dressed. We just leaving. You get to the hotel room. It's already a wedding dress. Uh, I mean, a bridesmaid dress. They be like, how you know my size? We already messaged you. Right. I told you to be ready at any time. Um, let's see. Uh, Malia and Sasha Obama Mm-hmm. Hit up SNL after party as Emma Stone and her hubby share a table with her ex. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like them being adults. Yeah, they just, I mean, I actually think it's kind of cool because, like, um, they really just kind of want to be normal kids. I know normal, yeah. obviously, in the auspices of, like, fucking yes. yeah, normal fame and all that shit. Yeah. It's not like they're never going to be normal. Mm-mm. But, like, they seem like, they, like, there's so many pictures of them just, like, Smoking a cigarette, t- talking to somebody right. in, in, in like Crocs or some shit, and you just like, good for you. Mm-hmm. They're like, because like they parents put them in one of the most high pressure situations of all time, especially when you throw on the black shit about it. Mm-hmm. All that vitriol and racism they had to experience from yeah, like Fox News and shit. I do that for eight years too. Yeah, and then to the, just be like, I want to just go to college and like, Date a regular ass dude. Right, live a normal ass life. No, I don't I'm not trying to be a politician. You know, yes, I smoke weed. You know. The one with the white friends, they always snitching. Was, was telling on and shit. I was like, <laughs> the fuck is wrong with y'all? The one with the white friends, the white friends always putting it on the ground. But oh man. But yeah. Uh, shout out to them just hanging out. They, mm-hmm. See, there's not even pictures of them hanging out. They, we just know they was there. Mm-mm. So I guess maybe um, maybe Secret Service is shutting them pictures down. Like, hey. You know they were. Pete Davidson, get the fuck away from them. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't want them problems. Um, All right. That's enough white people news. Um, Let's do some sore ratchetness and wrap this one up. Okay. All right, a man with a samurai sword is tased by the police. The old official weapon of the black guy who tips the taser. Uh. A man was tased by deputies after they say he refused to drop a sword in his hand. Law enforcement in Washington state were called after reports of the man waving around a machete and threatening a security guard. Damn, he got the motherfucking like ninja sword from like Ninja Gate in. That's Chad, why is this show, why is this show in first person shooter? Right. <laughs> at a Goodwill store. It must be is it the police body cam footage or his? It must be the police parking body lot. Cam. Put it down. Put it down now. You're not free to go. Get out here now. Show me I can't even see the dude. How far away? Your hands! You're not free to go! The suspect attempted to run off, still holding the weapon, deputies say. Less lethal! Less lethal! 
Just to be clear, if I'm asking you or telling you to put down a weapon and you instead start... Okay, Sergeant Dreamy Eyes over here. <laughs> right? Motherfucking Jesse Williams ass nigga. <laughs> Just to be clear, okay? Uh, well, I feel like I'm playing Call of Duty with him running in front of me. Is <laughs> it, some option. What is your health, sir? Just to be clear, ladies, if I ask you to put on these handcuffs, you gonna do it? shedding your jacket or putting down your bags instead of dropping that weapon, that's telling me that you are getting ready to fight. No, I appreciated him in uh, that season with uh, Issa Rae. And, uh, yes! We, we almost took got, got her away from ours. He, he almost did. <laughs> the suspect was then tased and arrested. He was charged in connection with felony harassment, unlawfully displaying a weapon, and other charges. This is Inside Edition Digital. Mm. Ooh, that's a long ass soul. They was trying to give him some chances, too. He did not want to hear that shit. Mm-mm. At least they didn't kill him, though. That's true. I'd I, I rather do the taser any day. He was like, put down the sword, boy. You, you do not have the right to leave. He was like, this is my Hondo, my ninja way. <laughs> he was like, damn it, got a runner. <laughs> You better believe it. <laughs> Flash step. He was like, shit. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's it. We'll be back uh, tomorrow or whatnot. And until mm-hmm. then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.